welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast, so there's likely going to be some adult language. So, yeah, take that as your warning. My name's Ethan, and I am the voice of Kaylin. Let's dive right in. We need some intro music. We do need some sort of intro music, but until we get that set, welcome back everybody to Whiskey in the Stream. Uh, Welcome back to Root. You missed last session, so you are exempt from recap. Aurora did it last time, so Gurdon and... Almost said your real name. Kaylin, please roll for recap. My my real name's acceptable. It's okay. Oh, now we got to keep everyone in suspense until it's it's finally said. Right. We find out like every other previous session. I've said like everybody's real name and done did a goof. Thought you were muted, calling us all out. Oh yeah, probably. All right. So Kaylin's came through. Oh, am I roll? I rolled a, I rolled a six like forever ago. Do you want to use that one? I don't care. Four. Um. All right. So, Gurdon, what happened last time? Let me figure out where we started. Like my notes are jumbled. So we're inside of the. Is it the barracks? Is it the barracks that we're chilling at? The uh, customs house. Uh, you guys started off. You guys weren't all together. Uh, I think at the start of that, right? Because Cannon wasn't there quite yet. Nope. I went around to the front door. Right. That's right. So Kalen and um, <clears throat> our friend have a conversation out front. She is going to help distract the mob to buy us some time. Uh, to get this fire newt out of prison. Uh, we assemble, make our way to the galley, and then remember that, oh shit, we're supposed to be getting a newt out of a cell. So we go do the thing. Uh, once once Kaylin's inside and reconvenes with us, um, there's some conversation about who is going to take the blame for this conspiracy. Um, we land on... The Salotians and Norm Alhum is able to disguise himself as a Salotian to help with our efforts. Uh, we make our way towards the downstairs. Alright, this is where my notes get a little iffy. There is a guard. Panda bangs him as a distraction. <laughs> um, we then convince the Fire Newt after failing to unlock the door, that his best his best means of conveyance out of this cell is a bag of holding that I promptly demonstrate to him by jumping inside of and having full faith that my friends will pull me back out. So, stick the bag in the cage, pull the, the lizard man out, and all is well in the world. Um... At some point, my notes are a little jumbled here. Norm Alhum frantically runs away, trying to draw as much attention to himself as is possible. Um, as a solution, 
and is that how you say it? Say Lucian, whatever. Um, Aurora and the guard come back out, and she full murders him, burns a symbol into the dead man, symbol of the Salotians. Um, we exit promptly, make a minor effort to lock her inside of the cell hall there at the, at the customs building, run outside. Um... As we get outside, I'm missing something here. Who takes the newt? Is that, uh, is it Norm Alhume that takes, yeah, so Norm takes the fire newt out of the building. Um, that's why he's drawing attention to himself, I would assume. As we, excuse me, as we run outside, there are crowds. Gurdon spots a figure chasing what appears to be Norm and the newt. Down an alleyway, I was told to follow them and realized fairly promptly that something is following me. I'm also carrying Asti as a uh, large teddy bear in my arms. That's that's what I got. Sorry, they're fairly chaotic. Well, I think you covered a lot of the major points, although there's a few with Caitlin's uh, interactions with Amy. Uh, they yes. had a brief discussion about what to do. Kaelin had then gone inside. It took him a while to find you all, about 20 minutes. So during that time, Amy was defending the front uh, against the mobs, plural, as they attacked the building. Well, there Andy, was fight. There was fighting, yes. Uh, additionally, Kaelin, when the group split up, uh, Aurora was left behind in the cell, locked in, and wedged with one of Kaelin's shoulder javelins. He, Caitlin himself, went to the mob. He had to non-lethally cut down several people before Percival was finally able to make it to Caitlin. A, a bit worse for wear. Percival has obviously taken a bit of damage during oh, some of this mob fighting. It's very probable he tried to lead the charge and may not have been as competent as he thinks he is. Um, that's almost definite. That's probably how he got hurt and why he was kept in the back for a little bit. Unsure we haven't gotten that far yet, but I don't think it would be a big leap of faith to make that assumption. Um, after a brief discussion, Caitlin's like, okay, take the rest of the theologians out of here. We've already rescued the guy. We're good. Just get out. And Percival uh, decides that this is the best way to announce it by using a thaumaturgy to make his voice three times louder than normal, and shouts out and lets everyone know that the Key and the Doom Slayers have saved innocent lives yet again. Um, I don't think Kalen was super happy about it. Nope. Not surprised by it, but not happy. Uh, Kalen was also trying to convince Amy to leave her post that she had taken up, but she was very clearly exhausted from defending the area uh, shooting down people that were trying to climb the wall, cutting down people that she needed to, basically just being a last line of defense as best as she could, but very clearly outnumbered, and it wasn't looking great for her. Uh, he did manage to convince her that you know protecting the building is not the same as you know her life, so she started looking for ways to try and back out without 
more casualties happening, and she has not found that opportunity yet, but she is taking Kaylin's advice. Um, Gurdon had been notified about the stalker by Kaylin before they separated, uh, but unfortunately that person seems to have disappeared. So Gurdon has not been able to have eyes on whomever had been following them. Uh, the other mob, the lynch mob, becomes more angry, and they are repeating chants about the key and the doom slayers and that they are the problem. So it appears that the mob is turning its attention. Yeah, that Whoa. other mob can eat a bag of dicks. Uh, Aurora, having broken out, did not see Kaelin swarmed by the mob of theologians. Didn't see where everybody else went, uh, but she currently has Caitlin's spear or javelin. So knows it was him that barricaded her in, and she went running towards the coastline. Uh, not quite sure where she went to at this point, but she was heading down the road, uh, closer towards the docks and to the coast. There was also discussion about what Clara was going to do, uh, as she was seen being a major force pulling back on Percival, preventing him from advancing. So, we pick up with that. Uh, the rain has stopped. There are plenty of puddles on the ground, but it is it's still after midnight. It is a little cool. Not quite cold, but not the most pleasant, uh, especially if, you, if your character is thin-skinned. Root uh, during this time, you had been running reconnaissance. You were flying overhead, trying to track where the lynch mob was going, and you would dive down and let Percival and the other theologians know where the movements were going as the crowd, the lynch mob kind of split at different points, and you watched them reconvene around blocks, making their way there. So because you were able to give that reconnaissance, theologians were able to meet them at the same place at the same time. Uh, it appears that the lynch mob had been moving a lot faster than the theologians, and without guidance, it's very probable they wouldn't have made it in time. Go, bird person. Bird person. Uh, Peppa had uh, run off after trying to get things set with Amy and had been trying to help in that regard, and it is unclear where she went after that. Uh Root, go ahead and give me a perception check. See if, as you were flying over, focusing on the mob, if you saw her. Uh, yeah. You did. Uh, she had sprinted off, uh, and you noticed her because there aren't a whole lot of guinea pig folk that are in this area, so she's really easy to narrow down. But she seemed running south as if you were heading towards either one of the firehouses or potentially to where Captain Amar is. But your focus was primarily on the mob, but you do know that there's two very probable destinations for her. And just knowing Peppa, you would assume she's probably going to try to find some way to contact Amar instead of running all the way there. It just seems a bit excessive. Well, I'd like to head to the firehouse. Okay. You're going to begin heading towards the firehouse. Kaylin, uh, you are still in the middle of the mob. Percival uh, has patted you on the shoulder, saying that he's so proud of you and just proud to know you. Uh, 
And you can see that, you know, the wound up on his forehead is still bleeding, and he occasionally absentmindedly wipes it with the back of his hand. Uh, so the bit of thinning he, hair he has on top is matted already with bits of dried blood. Aylan's going to just kind of put his hand on his shoulder, just trying his best to not be angry that he just announced it all and just say, um, it's okay you didn't know, but uh, with these types of missions, it's not necessarily good to make announcements like you uh, just just did. Um, you need to run. They, they're cha- turning their focus, and I think you and the Theolos, you've, you've done your part. Um, you guys should get out of here. Uh, th- things are probably about to get ugly, and something you probably don't want to see. What do you, what, what do you mean? Um, He's going to point at the mob, who, in, in my imagination, have gone from staring, marching towards the building, to staring at Kalen and moving towards Kalen and say, see how their focus has changed? So they haven't started moving towards you. Uh, There is a little confusion with the front line, considering the only people you've attacked have been the Theologans. So there is a little confusion because the Theologans were preventing you from advancing. So you cut down three of them with a swipe of your greatsword to try and because the intimidation didn't quite work, they were already ramped up. Okay, I thought I I thought it was like part of the other mob had kind of broken off and was in with them. I thought that's why they weren't letting me through, and that's why it was like pushback. That's that's my own misunderstanding. That's it's still fine. What happened? So there is a little bit of confusion. They haven't advanced on you yet but seeing you be buddy buddy with him and like they haven't figured out necessarily who you are yet just judging by those statements you're a messenger of some sort you're involved in some way but uh, just at a quick glance it doesn't look coherent or focused enough yet to put together that you are one of the two named people about how many of them are there in the crowd? Yeah. Like hundreds? Probably. Okay. It, it, they are packed. It is a. Uh, both sides of the street are pretty well packed. The theologians have already started to dissipate starting in the back. The okay. front group is still there. There are quite a few people who are still rallying around Percival. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other, the lynch mob is still there in force. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's gonna just say, "Yeah, first of all, they're they're changing focus, more than likely. Um, get the ones I had to cut. Get the Theos I had to, fortunately, cut down because they would not let me get to you. Mob mentality. It happens. It's okay. Um, get them healed up. Get them squared away. Get everybody back in their right minds, and get home. Okay, absolutely." Uh, and then he presses his hand back up to his chest again. Like, you know, all right, friends of Theolo, let us go. Just congregate elsewhere. Just let us go. Everything will be okay. And it seems to incense the other mob. And it's 
you know, you'd worked for some shady folks and you know that that higher level of charisma is important and understanding what, how the words will impact both the people you're talking to and the ones that hear you is important. And it's very clear that Percival, Percival has a, a lack of understanding in that regard. I'm surprised Kalen does. With an eight. <laughs> what, wait, eight insight? Uh, charisma. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, Kalen's not particularly charismatic. No yeah. offense, but uh, he at least has worked with people who are. Yeah. He's, he knows what... He understands, that's right. Because it's the in, insight and intelligence. He, he understands. He may not be able to mimic it, but he can understand it. Yes, definitely. And Percival seems to be trying to do good with this. Yep. And, and that's why Kalen's disappointed, but he sees his heart. And it's like, can't be mad at you. I can be a little disappointed, but I can't be mad. You're trying to bring balance. Yeah. Kalen's just fucked, but, you know. Potentially. Potentially not. Um. So as you are dealing with Percival and you can see that the people behind you are getting a little bit more amped and you're going to have to start making a decision pretty soon about which route are you going? Do you help lead the Theolos out? Do you go back to Amy? Do you go inside? Do you try to find the rest of your group? Uh, something to consider. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm saving Gurdon for, you know, I'm going to loop back to you just because there's... Something more immediate that happens to you that takes me a little longer. Uh, for Root, it uh, does not take you very long flying over the city. And as you are doing so, flying south towards one of the closer firehouses, uh, one that has not been attacked or closed off because of the crowd moving through it, particularly the one that Amy is normally stationed at, did have to shutter its doors to prevent the lynch mob from getting in. So you do have to go further south, but as you fly south, you can still see smoke rising from the house fire uh, that had happened a couple hours ago. It is less uh, than it had been previously. You don't see as much smoke, but you can still see it rising. There's still apparently a problem there. I would like to go there, make a detour to the house fire. Oh, so on the map, uh, I would put you up towards the top close to the library, maybe that little crossroads south of the library. The house fire, if you scroll down to the dark red section of the map, uh -huh. and then there's a little circle of fire. Yeah. That's how far away it is. Okay, never mind. We can keep going. Six miles. As the Aarakocra fly. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta unmute myself for the uh, the last there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we'll fly to we'll fly towards the house fire. Okay. Um. So you know it's probably gonna take you a couple. It's gonna take you a bit to get there. Uh, at least an hour and a half, perhaps more. Uh, to fly straight there. It is a, okay. Got it. Um, 
after now are you like sprinting like flying as hard as possible or are you trying to glide as much as you can glide as much as i can in case they need help okay so we'll take a little longer to fly that way however it will be far less exhausting for you to do all right so root begins her long trek south easy enough to do though the chances that somebody is going to interrupt you as you move south is incredibly low oh i hear squeakers are the puppies awake all right so i try to avoid getting squeaky toys my mom was excited and got them squeaky toys yeah so our basset hound penny used to immediately tear open every squeaky toy and pull the squeaker out so after about eight seconds they no longer squeak nice yeah not upset about it yeah the benji finds the squeaker and chews on it so it's just it's not like squeak squeak it squeak it squeak it squeak it squeak it squeak 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 right in your ear like come on come on Nope. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right. All right. Crickets, crickets. Root is on a long trek south. Kalen is considering his options. So let's go ahead and jump into Gurdon, Norm, Asti, Repair, Fireboot. All right. Uh, You all continue just sprinting in this mad dash. You guys have decided to give up stealth and just go for it. So you do, in fact, just go for it. Uh, You turn down several alleys as either the fire nude or you actually would have to give some directions as Norman or Pear are not as familiar with this area. But you give them directions, you start heading down. Once Norm sees some uh, super great, he starts adjusting his movement a little bit. Seems like he has a better time find, using those as landmarks than any of the buildings. Uh, but they, you all make it to a building very close to the wall uh, and stop for a moment to catch your breath. Uh, and Norm points out, all right, so the closest access is probably going to be on the other side of the wall. So we can either try to go through the grate, or there's a sewer entrance over there. We can go down through the sewer, go back out, then go up, and then go across. So we could actually get under the wall instead of trying to find a way over it or through a grate, uh, you know, a gate. What do you want to do? I would imagine your preference is through the sewer. It, that's where I'm comfortable, but I don't know if it's necessarily the best situation i don't know that any of these are great options but so did now did you say meta that there are some greats we could try to squeeze through so meta great versus gate was me goofing up gotcha Um, so the options are either just go through the normal gate, like dealing with a couple guards as you take this fire nude out of the city. Uh, you could go down through the sewer to try to go under the wall with Norm's help. 
uh, to navigate. You can try to go over the wall, uh, which would be <clears throat> fairly difficult, but possible. You're sure that there's probably some sort of guard posts up there, but you don't know where or their schedule. Okay. So the most stealthy method of escaping this location would be through the sewer. We have a flying dragon here and a bag of holding. We have a gate that we can go through and try to negotiate our exile with our exodus, not exile, with a guard. I don't want to talk to any guards. I don't want to see any guards. I don't want to go in the sewer either. <laughs> so these are all terrible options. Oh no. How so Norm? How far once we get into the sewer do we have to traverse underground to get outside the city walls? Is hmm? there another exit to the sewer on the other side? Is there a hot minute of hiking through the duties to get there? Where are we at? So there's a couple of options. Um, <clears throat> the relatively cleanest one, at least the one that kind of gets clean more often, so we avoided it, uh, actually leads directly to the cliffside. Uh, and it kind of splits a couple of times, so there's different little exit ports that are just built out of the cliff, and they just dump into the sea. By cliff, uh, like are we 100 feet up, 10 feet up? You know, I don't know, actually, because hmm. um, that area gets cleaned out a lot. Like, people, like actual sewer workers come down to help clean the area out, so we avoided them, because it always tended to be a bad time. Right. Um, it's it's I, nighttime, so I'd imagine there's no one there. That's true. So, uh, so that might be safe, but then I don't know about climbing the cliff afterwards, or if it's a big cliff or a little cliff. I don't actually know. Okay. I think that I think that has my vote. Okay. So it is about five minutes of going through the dirty part of the sewer, and then probably another ten-minute walk through the clean part. Okay. Um, so not too bad. Uh, clean is is you know a little relative, but. Um, once we get out, we could climb back up and then go through uh, the outhouses you guys talked about to get down to the fire sewers. Yes. Uh, another op, and then like he starts to walk, and then the fire newt interrupts him and starts tackling off and draconic. And then turns like, oh, apparently there's another, there's a break in the wall, so we could still go down here. But if we kind of Double back a little bit, uh, you know, in the sewers, or I guess we could go over top and then go down into those sewers. There's apparently a place that they chipped through the wall that we could sneak through to get to the fire sewer entrance. That who chipped through? Uh, the the other fire newts. Uh, apparently, it's part of their expand. And he turns back and looks and like starts. They talk back and forth in draconic a little bit. And you see the fire newt has taken, like, very slowly shifted his step, and is about two steps away from Norm, where he had been much closer before. So he does seem to be shifting a little bit, just based on your passive perception. You can see that difference. Mm-hmm. But Norm's like, 
yeah, apparently there was a larger scale operation that was going to be worked on. Um, so they were cracking into the, the regular sewers to give themselves some extra access points. Okay. Tell them I'm fine with that. I don't even like this town that much. So I'm here to help him not oh. get me murdered. That's what I want to happen. So, uh, In that case, should I tell him that we're going above? Or do we just go straight down like now-ish and then go through the sewer to get to the other point? Because like, we can either go above ground and go straight down and it should be like a, a much shorter walk in the sewers. Mm-hmm. Or we can just go down now. So, was our, and this is meta, I'm trying to recall, is our end game here just to get him to the fire sewers and be done with this? Right now, that was what you guys had planned on doing, was just get him out so he doesn't get killed. It yeah. was something that Captain Amar had wanted. Um, some of the other stuff, probably not so much, but he did want the fire newt to be safe because he didn't want to violate any peace treaties and he definitely didn't want one killed on his watch all right well here's the here's the thing norm there is no one in that fire sewer right now that's gonna like me or this thing i'm carrying around (laughs) so i don't want to go there oh okay hang on let me relay all that don't 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 do that thing you just tell him, I don't want to go directly there. Okay. We can leave it at that. Okay. Got it. Um, right. And so they'll start talking, and they converse back and forth for a little bit in Draconic. And uh, go ahead and make a perception check as you're kind of glancing around the area. Check out my perception. Okay. I perceive. Yes. So that's going to... Make a slight change to what I'm doing, but uh, Norm's going to give his little bit of exposition still. Okay, so I guess he's on board with you that he hates this town too. And he says that he'd be willing to vouch for you with the fire sewers. It doesn't really matter, but he's not going to push it. If you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Um, But we should probably take him at least to the entrance. uh, Just because I know how... um, I heard how things went before you guys met me, and then I saw how things went after you met me. We may need to protect him from um, backpacks. So, protect me from backpacks? Uh, You and him. And me, preferably. Um, Yes. And then like, he glances at Asti and then just doesn't say anything. Is backpack code for my dragon... My, my dragon no, friend. No. The backpack that... And then he'll, he'll gesture like in a ring around your collar. Oh, yes. Yeah, just don't, don't touch anything. And we'll be fine. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. so let's at least just take him to the to the cracked part that leads yep. to the fire sewers. And... Yep, yep. I'm but do we go above ground or below ground? Was he telling us a, a way underground or overground? Well, I know either way, because uh, I saw some of the other pop, uh, uh, um, you know, manhole covers. Yeah, yeah. So I know where we could go above ground. So we could go through a couple more alleyways to get over there and avoid walking through the sewers. 
or right. the sewers well enough that we could walk through there. Uh, All right. Well, here's here's the thing. We were being followed, I'm fairly sure, for a while. And we have not made an effort to be discreet in our uh, travels here. So there's a fairly good chance someone's aware of our location here. So I am not opposed to ducking into an alley to find a more discreet entrance to the underground. Round it is. Um, and during that time, like you know, when he was originally con uh, conversing, you had looked, and your ear twitches a little bit, and you do pick out the sound of someone walking very carefully. And so you start trying to adjust, and as you're talking, you shift your ears to try to narrow it down a little further, and then you pick out which alleyway it's starting to come down. So after that last little bit, you know, I'm not against going down the alleyways. You look and you see that there is, and just judging by the way they're moving, they're either very drunk or very old and having a hard time walking. They do have a large cloak that's over their person with a, a large hood. You can see a little bit of blue skin that's peeking out underneath. Wow. They're walking with a small cane. Uh, but they are walking towards you very slowly uh, and a, trying to be very quiet, but you happen to pick it out and you can see them. <clears throat> okay. Oh, balls. I got... Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Well, shit. I thought I had the message spell. I was going to have some fun with this, but okay. Um... So kind of under my breath, I'll mention to Norm that I see the person that's been following us. Um, how long were we sprinting to get to where we are? From the last time, or at least when you know today's session started, it's probably been about another 10 minutes of full sprint. Okay. You've cleared a really far distance. All right, and this old old thing, allegedly old thing, has kept up with us enough to know where we are here. It it, it, way way. it would appear that way. <laughs> yeah. If this is the same thing that was following you, then yes. If it is a new thing, then there's no way to know, really. Without talking to it, I guess. Yeah. It's got blue skin, you said. You can see a little bit of blue skin on the hands. Yep. But okay. it's mostly covered by a cloak that's a bit worn. Uh, mostly black, you can see little bits of red thread that have popped out, so there's probably some other greater design, but it's it's not possible to see right now. Gotcha. So, I think what I'll do is um, I'll mention to Norm that I see this person, this creature, and um, try and get an indication of which direction he wanted to travel to get to these sewers. To any of the sewers. Um, but I don't want to bring any attention to it. So it's one of these, hey, don't look now. There's a there's a thing over there, and I need you to tell me which way you want to go. I'll describe it briefly. Looks like an old lady. Poor old man, not sure. Heavy cloak. Kind of blue skinnish. I don't, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to encounter anyone while we're doing this, so... I, I, I'm 
if they can see us, mm-hmm. I would rather that we just kind of walk and pretend like we don't know them. Yes. Because I would have to, like, you know, separate to uh, go down the, the sewer. Okay. I'm more comfortable in the sewer, but I don't know. I kind of like the, the trench coat feels safe. Okay. Well, are you willing to help me mollywop this thing if we need to? Yes. Okay. All right. What is that? that We're going to beat the shit out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. We'll do that. We will proceed with your walking strategy. And I'm not going to lie. I have no real connection with this fire lizard. And if we can get him in a sewer, I'm good being done with it. Right? Right. So if he's good, I'm good. You tell me. Okay. I mean, he'd be out here on his own anyway, had we not arrested him and all of the things happened, so... Right. Uh, <laughs> didn't you guys arrest... Never mind, that's not important right now. No, nope. I, no, 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 no. I was there, but I did not do the thing. Oh, okay. The way Aurora tells it is that you guys were, like, actively prevented it from escaping and, like, you had a major part of the arrest and, you know, that kind of thing. He did spit some fire at us, and I was not super thrilled about it, so... That's a dick move. That was a dick move. So, we wanted to ask him some questions, and then the guards got involved, and it went south real quick, so... Got it. All right, let's pop back in. Uh, Root... As you fly overhead, it's been about 20 minutes now, you've flying past. Uh, you've not seen Peppa pop back up yet. Okay. Um, but you are noticing that there are reflections in the smoke. Uh, just different colors of light that are just sort of flashing. Almost like something is going off, something is illuminating down below but it's just catching on parts of the smoke column. Uh, but right now you can continue to keep an eye on things below. There aren't a whole lot of people on the streets this late in the middle of work week. Um, there's a few people stumbling about, but for the most part, there's been a lot of commotion today. A lot of people are just kind of in hiding. I'm intrigued by this reflection in the smoke. It's definitely noteworthy. I'd like to investigate it. Okay. Um, so you are still at least an hour's flight away. So you can make an investigation check, but it would be very difficult to discern much of what is going on in the moment. Well, I'd like to get close, then. Got it. So you shall continue on your southbound trek. Halen. Percival has sent a lot, as many people as he can away. He has this entourage that's still around him. Uh, Amy is backed up a little bit. You can see that she's got her axe sitting on the ground, and she's trying to look like she's standing up straight, but you know, being a, a rather proficient fighter, you can see that she is like supporting all of her weight on that axe right now. Uh, if someone were to kick that, he goes down. Uh, but the other crowd has started to move a little closer towards you. Yeah. And Percival says, 
Hey, so I guess we can start heading out. Um, or should we go into the building to kind of help fortify it? You can head out. I've already told Amy here I'm going to go help her that the building's not worth anybody's life, that this mob's just going to do what it's going to do. Just get be best to be out of its way and to get all innocence out of its way. So if you and maybe one or two other people want to run to the building and tell them to evacuate, that would be good. Uh, it's a very skeleton crew in there right now. They just need to get people out. That might be good. But if they don't start coming, Percival, it's not worth your life. You get out. You spread the message. You get out and get safe. Got it. All right. All right. You guys come with me. And you see one of the guards uh, that you had seen before. Mm -hmm. uh, still there. Is like, uh, yeah, I know a couple of places in there that should be pretty safe. Even worst case scenario. Uh, there's some very easy to defend doors that we can get behind and protect. Okay, good. Um, after he does that, he's going to walk over to Amy and stand by her in a way so that if she needs to or chooses to, she can put her weight on him so she can pick up her axe. Got it. In a way, so like trying to support her in a way so where she'll still look strong. And then give the appearance of being strong. Mm. I don't know how that would look, but like whether it's standing there and he, she can put her hand on his shoulder, like in a protective stance or what, I don't know. I'm trying to, th oh, I'm trying to think of the how the way. Oh, you guys are so cute. So cute. She's his friend. He don't want her hurt. She wants to be more than friends. Yeah. Kane's not there yet. <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever be there. He's going yeah. to live a solitary life. She probably also wouldn't like his backstory either. <laughs> Whenever he learns that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. I question nothing. Question everything. I do that, actually. Yeah, even... You rolled so low. Did you add your modifier? Okay, look. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I will always give you a hard time just because of the time it happened. Yeah, Ken, I rolled a nat one. I'm sorry. I was hoping for the best. <laughs> no, I, I should know better, but I don't. I learn nothing. No, you just try and be helpful. And he's got to get a book for support. Yeah. Yeah, for the support. Yeah. Not exactly. mob rules for monster manual. Okay. Oh, no. I probably shouldn't have held that book up so high. <laughs> I actually guessed. Oh. Well played, sir. Your deception check was <laughs> high. My insight was not. Okay. Uh, as you go up to Amy and you kind of offer a shoulder and you almost superhero pose a little bit, hands on your hips to kind of give like a little extra little part that she could lean on. Uh, you see her put her arm around you and like she tries to make it look really casual. Mm -hmm. And then after a moment, you feel the weight press down on you. And then she puts the axe in the other hand and you feel a little weight come off and she seems to balance it that way. 
All right, you guys, it's all time for you to leave. And she's definitely trying to be a little bit more intimidating than she normally is. It's really not working at all. Um, her voice is too weak right now. She is obviously very worn and beaten down a little. Uh, you see her kind of like focus in and you start to see parts of her starch of her fur start to get a little bit frosted. Uh, and then you see like for this moment, this little brief flash of this jagged armor that sticks out across her chest, going down her sides, these greaves that form out of solid hoarfrost. And then it breaks and then disappears. Mm -hmm. If you weren't so in tune with the way the arcane seems to work just with your adventures and with the way your body works. Uh, you might have even missed it. Mm -hmm. uh, she takes a, a deep breath. Okay, I think we'll be okay. Uh, you see a rather large gentleman walk forward. Uh, he has a meat cleaver in one hand, and he's got a, a large cutting board that you can see has hastily had a door handle screwed onto it. Um, he's wearing his butcher's apron, and he's got these large scars that run across the top of his bald head. And you can see the beginning of tusks. He's very probably a half-orc, but it's a little hard to tell. Uh, but he approaches the two of you and just kind of stands in front and then begins to beat on the cutting board with his butcher knife. Just... Uh, at this, Kalem, while still holding her on one side, is going to... I know it's not necessarily going to be effective as in I could use them all, but he's going to ready. He's going to have his mechanics pop out the boomerang thrower and the javelins. And as if they're like aiming at different people. And he's going to look at them, flick blood off the sword that's still there to make sure it says I'm cute in front of him. <laughs> You're going to want to stop. You do not see even the slight. You see the people behind this guy mm -hmm. shift and pull back, but this rather large gentleman doesn't flinch, doesn't even blink as he continues to thump that cutting board. And you can start to feel where it's picking up and beat a little bit. He's going to look at Amy and say, I'm taking him down. I'm going to try and be non-lethal. But I want you to still be with me right here, okay? So he's going to try and go after this guy, but keep her with him. So it looks like they're going as a team. I'm with you. And you feel the weight lift entirely off your shoulder as she mm -hmm. comes back. And her stance widens a little. She's got both hands on her axe, but she's ready. Okay. Um, and then as that happens, you can hear people behind are starting to stomp at the same beat that this guy is beating this cutting board. He hasn't moved forward or anything yet, but his intention is extremely clear. Yeah. How far away is he? Right now, probably about 20, 25 feet. You could get to him in a round. Okay. He, Caleb will full on. I, I'm about to attack him. So I'm going to rage. Trucknut's going to fall. And he is going to full on just try and run him down. Got it. 
All right. So as that is happening, we'll get you guys set up for that in eight. Mo, uh, Aurora, you have sprinted down these roads. Uh, you've heard Gurdon, well, you heard several people running away from this scene. You've advanced on your own. You were originally running towards the coastline, but you do know that the docks are fairly close, uh, playing northwest of your position. Where were you heading? Or where were you intending uh, to head? The boat, I think, where the two guys from the Salotian captains, weren't they like the ones on the boat? Or there was something about a boat I, I was trying to get to that area. Yes, the Salotians are currently on the boat. Uh, they had mentioned that their boat is the only Salotian there, so it should be easy to find. So you're headed for that location? Alright. So it isn't difficult at all. Uh, Babies. Hmm? I suppose just because I'm going to get distracted because their little yips is so cute. I have zero self control. <laughs> I've got this one on, I'm good. I'm okay. Up to you if you want it. Uh, so now finding the ship is extremely easy. It probably takes you maybe 15 minutes of running to get there. Uh, you can see the ship. There's several people on it. Uh, you can see those more squared uh, sails. You can see the ribs that are going through each one of those sails. And you can see several hobgoblins that are currently manning the ship. There are a few other non-hobgoblins hobgoblins there as well. Uh, but most of them are all that sort of reddish-orange. A uh, little bit of a jowl. Most of them seem to be fairly young. That is very much a don't disturb me in my house. No, ma'am. I think a puppy did a thing that they should not have. Mm-hmm. You know what they're doing? I do not. They're chewing on the edge of the cabinet. Get you some, uh, like, pepper paste. Because if they get a bite of that hot pepper, they will not do that again. Are they no girls? Yeah. No chew spray. Sometimes works, but I think hot pepper paste is going to be way better than the no chew spray. Oh yeah, it works. I've got gochujang that I normally make for poke. Yeah, just smear a little bit on there. Gochujang. 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 Oh, I might be panting for a while, but they won't chew. What? Don't you bark. No, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Oh, they just pant because it's spicy. Oh, panic. I thought you said they'll be in pain for a while. So... No, no, sorry. I was saying they'll just be panting oh, no. for a yeah. while. Oh, 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 panting. They're going to be like, oh, I regret this. <sighs> Trust me, I'm such a big... Animal dog lover, I I wouldn't purposely put them in pain. No. Okay. <gasps> Alright, so Aurora, you can see this ship. Go ahead and make a perception check if you would like. Uh, you can see 
uh, one hobgoblin that is giving a lot of directions and a very large one that is behind him. You do recognize these two. Uh, it is Erhart Modius. A huge guy behind him? Yeah, another hobgoblin. Oh, he wasn't big? I mean, he's big, oh, definitely. Okay. Um, what did you say the name was from? Uh, Erhart Modius, who is the captain of the ship. And Hans Grachtenhosen, the quartermaster. He's the very, very big guy. I'll drop those in chat as well. Okay. Um, this is meta, but sorry, I've been in and out. Um, did we have a plan on where the fire newt was going to go and these Salotian people? Yes and no. Uh, for the fire newt, you guys were trying to get him out uh, of custody before he gets killed by the lynch mob. You guys were going to just release him back to the fire sewer. Uh, you don't know how that has gone because Norm took the fire newt in the bag of holding and left when you were still downstairs uh, in the cell dealing with the guard. So you don't know where they went. Gurdon, you haven't seen Gurdon, you haven't seen Kalen. You know, Root was doing recon. You haven't seen Peppa. Uh, but as far as the solutions, you know that you were pinning it on them. But as far as what you were going to, you know, pinning the, uh, you know, breaking the fire newt out of jail, as well as that guard's murder on the solutions. So, why were the solutions there and why are they about to leave? Are they waiting for somebody? You don't know that. Um, uh, you do know that they were in the city for diplomatic reasons. They did say that. Okay. Does Aurora know the relationship that these Salotian people have with the Fire Newt? Like, is it hostile? Is it, does she know that or she knows nothing? The only thing she knows is what she had from the conversation with Earhart uh, a couple hours previous, and that Earhart wants to rescue the Fire Newt because it will make him look good. And he has no intention of giving you guys credit for it once he does it. Okay. Um, Aurora wants to approach the boat. Um, so Earhart and Hans, they they know what Aurora looks like. They okay. So she's gonna be like, Captain Earhart, Quartermaster Hans. You see a few other sailors like immediately take up like a defensive position. You see they've got. Uh, small hand axes that they obviously are using around the ship. Uh, and then you see just they immediately snap to attention without turning away from you and then go back to what they were doing. Uh, Earhart has a large smile and gives a very gentle wave. Uh, and you see him start to descend as he starts to walk towards the gangplank. She's going to run up to him and say, is, is, is he here? Is, did my crew bring him here? Nine, Fräulein. Uh, they have not the right. Uh, appears you are faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we all kind of got split up, but I thought they were bringing him here. Uh, well, we can certainly wait, but there's riots in the street. We are a little concerned for our safety. Understandable. Um. Um. At one point is going to be your breaking point of peace out. This ain't worth it. 
Oh, as soon as uh, either mob is within sight, we will simply go out to sea, and we will wait it out. Okay. We can always just come back. It is a ship. Brudette. Um, okay, so do you have, like, some kind of rope or a little boat? Because if you guys could have your ship ready, maybe scoot her out a bit further so that you could take off faster. And then if my friends bring the fire newt, then that little boat can get him and get to your big boat quicker. But I want you guys to have a quick end of it. Oh, I see. And uh, why is it that you want us to be able to leave so fast? Isn't it? Don't you want to leave quickly? Uh, worst case scenario, we put down a few commoners. Uh, I don't think that's a big deal in this country, is it? It depends on your morals and who or what you believe in and how you view morality. However, um, it is not a hurried deal that you guys get this fire note. It's not, like, urgent for you at all. Nine. It would be a wonderful opportunity for me to use it to my advantage. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Okay. I misunderstood. I thought this was a very, very, very time-sensitive, urgent matter. Well, what we heard was that uh, the mob was going to kill them today. So, I mean... Yes, sensitive in that nature, yeah. So what do you think of my proposal of you guys scooting a bit out, but leaving a small boat and a one of your men there to row it? Or, you know, having that rowboat near the coast, and then as soon as we see him, boom, you guys load, take him up, paddle to the big boat, and away y'all go. Because my fear is that your breaking point is seeing the mob, but what if it is the fire newt and the mob? That's why I was concerned about a sense of urgency and your safety. Well, you could always contact your friend. Uh, whomever has the fire newt in their possession now and tells them that the fire newt must declare sanctuary on our ship. Uh, our ship is foreign land for the purpose of, you know, rules and legal violations. So, uh, if the mob were to attack them on our ship, it would be a crime against our country. That the ship is sanctuary? Yeah. Considered uh, um, war crimes against humanity, what did you say? Uh, considered like, uh, this is an embassy. My ship, and any ground I'm standing on, Acts as an embassy for Sailot. So sorry, Kent. What did you say? That he was considered a sanctuary. I mean, that's a safe. No, no, no. You said the, the fire must declare that the ship is sanctuary, and that if the mob attacks him and the boat, that he would consider it a crime against his country. And when you say crime against your country, you would protect your ship your people at any cost? Yeah, well, then what is reasonable? I mean, we wouldn't just go murdering civilians if they just threw insults. But if they throw a spear, then we will return in kind. 
It's defending yourself. But you meet equal force. Uh, no need to be excessive. Uh, what do you, what is Aurora thinking about during this situation with this guy? Like, is she what kind of vibe is she getting from him? Um, she has no idea what's going on, and so I don't even think Amanda, uh, Panda, nor Aurora were being the actual plans, which is on brand. Um, so we'll just stay with that. Um. She wants to still play the double sides where if she has to kill the Fire Newt, she absolutely will. If he's going to blame it on that country, this country, she absolutely will. But she wants to still keep it with a workable relationship. But she would be very, very quick to turn on them if things headed south, in her opinion. But for right now, she wants to appear like she's helping. Okay. Uh, with his mentions of crimes against his country uh, and hints of it being an act of war, does that bring anything to mind for Aurora? Um, I mean, that's I, she, she wants war. Um, and she probably doesn't give a shit that none of the other um, of her... What are her names? Our, our other our fellow slayers. Um, don't want to. She probably doesn't give a shit. Um, because she she just she wants to start some shit and she wants to see two countries go to war because of uh, her little dabbling. So um she wants to appear on his side and like she's helping and she will absolutely you know cast the most non-lethal spells that she have as she starts seeing his mob members. And if she starts running out, she she will kill if she has to. Um, and then, you know, if that's the case, then she would be like, They're declaring war on Ceylon! Go! Tell your king! Or whomever you have! Your head of the state! Your prime minister! Your whomever! Okay. Uh, Erhard takes a bit of time and sort of, like, is listening to you as you explain the situation, and you can see that he occasionally narrows his eyes as he's trying to read your expressions. Uh, and Hans will occasionally lean in and whisper something to him, uh, but is acting as his bodyguard in the moment. And then at the end of your conversation, there's this awkward pause where his expression is still very serious. And then suddenly a very big smile spreads across his face of Earhart. And Earhart claps his hands once. Hans clicks his heels together and stands up straighter, making him even taller. And then Earhart grins and spreads his hands open. Fallen, I think that you and I could work very well together. You see, you and I want a lot of the same things. What do you think I want? Oh... My dear, it takes one strategist and dark mind to know another. Yeah? I see in you a bloodthirst. I see in you an opportunity. So what do you want? I want to give you an opportunity. What is the opportunity? You want to see as much 
chaos and destruction in this world caused by your own plans that I do. Yeah? You want to see people dance in your palm. I have a bit of experience with that, as apparently do you. Your plan was very, very good thus far. But we can make it better. What plan? Oh, Fraulein. The fire note. You want to look like our friends. Uh, but I recognize a snake in the grass, yeah? They have that thing here, snake in the grass. Oh. Gurdon's hair. I whip my mane back and forth. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Um, hold on. No, she wants to I, I. I hint at war, your heart beats twice. What? Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Okay, so when she asked, what plan is that? Um, wait, wait, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. What was the last thing you just said? That when he hints at war, your heart beats twice. Twice or fast? He said twice. Okay. Um, and then when she asked him, what plan? Um, did he? Answer? Yes, he had said about, you know, appearing to be on his side, the issue with the fire newt, he recognizes a snake in the grass, but do they have that phrase here? Depends where you're from. Depending on where you're from, matters about whether or not that phrase exists here? Nothing. Yeah, well. Then, then. How badly do you want to see these people dance for you. What do you want? I've already told you. That you want bloodthirst and chaos. That is what I see in you. What do you want? I want more people dancing in the palm of my hand. I want to see how that goes. I want what's best for my people. I want what's best for me. And those things usually go together. Yeah. It seems kind of contradictory that you want what's best for your people if um, war between two countries is called. War was only bad for the losers, my dear. That conflict? <laughs> yeah, well, of course. You have, I apologize to say, been dancing beautifully in my poem already. But I see how you want to see others dance, so I'm trying to give you an opportunity out. What is the opportunity? Well, if we cannot secure the fire newt, if we could get your support to verify that as a citizen here, as I believe you do have paperwork, yeah? believe that was approved recently? I ask. You already know the answer. Yeah, it is good to see. Carry on. Well, you have the paperwork. You have the need to watch others dance. I would love to help teach you to dance in Selut. To have my country dancing with you. Now, the fire note would be convenient as it is already part of a larger dance, but if you would... Uh, Learn to tango. 
Uh, it is a northern style of dance for two. Yeah. It can also be done horizontally. <laughs> horizontal tango. Yep. Very hard. Yeah, that's half of it. I mean, the heels are very much in your balls. What? <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're into. I mean, sometimes. You have to wear heels when you're doing the tango. Yeah, I'm okay with wearing the heels, but why do they have to go to the balls? Because do you know how often the leg goes around the, the man's leg and vice versa? Go on the balls. Okay. It, there's literally a move where she'll stick her leg up like his crotch like and go down. Have, have, you, have you seen tango? Apparently not that move. Okay. There's a lot to do around the legs, and she's wearing heels. I'm 100% on board, except for the ball crushing. Not on board for that. Well, I fear that if people are prone. Stand up when you dance. Plus ball crushing. Unless it's the no-pants dance. Right. The horizontal tango is a no-pants dance, strictly. I learned that today. Yes, that means <laughs> making cigs. Oh, he said, he said the word. I didn't know it was fucking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was thinking of... That made your explanation, like, all the more better. Because I was like, yep, yeah, no, that will work. Like, she has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> like, yes, it is very hard. Um, <laughs> that's like half of it. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. That's what she said. As an answer, I'm like offended. Like, why the fuck would you be laying down for the tangle? Like, there's parts where you can pull her up, but it makes no sense. You, it, you, it, it makes you more sense when you do under- it. Here, I'll demonstrate. <laughs> oh, and good night. Oh. Good night, everybody. And curtain call. <laughs> Anywho. Thanks for listening. And just as a reminder, if you would like to catch us live, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash happyboomdnd. We are live every other Thursday from around 8-ish to 10-30-ish. Really all depends how many rabbit trails we go down. We would love to see you there, and if you do stop by, be sure to let us know.